time now to take a look at the evening news here on KCIM. This is Abby Ward reporting. More information on the Amber Alert that has been issued for Greene County earlier today. Authorities are still asking for the public's help to locate 7-year-old Bryson Duong. Bryson is an Asian youth male who wears glasses, has black hair and brown eyes, stands 3 feet 8 inches tall and weighs around 60 pounds. He was last seen wearing a black coat with black snow pants with brown side patches. Bryson left the Greene County Elementary School playground between 12.45 p.m. and 1.20 p.m. and entered a vehicle driven by 34-year-old Brandon Duong, described as an Asian male with black hair and brown eyes, with a height of 5 feet 10 inches and weighing 135 pounds. Duong was last seen driving a 2015 black Toyota Tacoma with the license plate of DFV202. Upon leaving, the Greene County Elementary and Middle Schools were placed in a secure-the-perimeter safety procedure, and law enforcement was notified immediately as this was not proper procedure for picking up a student. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Jefferson Police Department or Greene County Sheriff's Office. Carol Broadcasting will bring you the upcoming information from this alert as it becomes available. The City of Templeton is inviting community members to a retirement reception for long-serving City Clerk Rhonda Schwaller. Schwaller was appointed City Clerk back in 2001 and has been a vital asset for the growth of Templeton. City's Mayor Ken Barron says he has been working alongside Schwaller since the beginning of her term. Rhonda and I started on the very same day. That's when I was appointed to fill the unexpired term. That was my first day as mayor, and that was her first day as city clerk. We've kind of worked together for over 23 years, and Rhonda has just been an instrumental part of everything that we've done here in town. She's very good at what she does, dots all the I's and crosses all the T's and makes sure everything is done the way it's supposed to be. And She's just been a great asset to the city, and everybody that worked with her will tell you that. The reception will be held this Friday from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. at the Templeton Center. Barron says it's a night worth celebrating for a hard-working individual. She's had a lot of extra work that's been asked of her, and she's done it without any issues, made sure that we got everything done on time. She was just a very good, dependable worker. She'll be missed. It's uh, hard to fill somebody's shoes that's been in that long and has done a good job, as good a job as she has. The city of Templeton has sworn in the next city clerk at their meeting earlier this month. A Templeton local, Nicole Cathol, has been training alongside Schwaller for months and will officially take over the position. Barron says he knows Cathol will be a great fit for Templeton. You know, growing up here in town, she knows the community, and I think that in itself is a big asset. And Rhonda's done a good job of making the transition smooth. Again, Rhonda Schwaller's retirement reception is being held this Friday at the Templeton Center from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. The Lakeview Police Department is raising funds to help the team get a full-time certified canine officer. The department opened the fundraiser in November of last year to see if the public would be receptive to the canine edition. Chief of Police Christopher Jockums says the donation account will be open until the funds are received. 
We're looking to raise funds for an actual canine and then associated with a canine. It varies for the dog and the training for the handler at uh, around 10500 So that's kind of where our goal line is. When we start adding the canine insert, then it kind of goes up to that fifteen twenty thousand range. So it just depends on what kind of equipment we can get through grants and, and different avenues and depending on how much we actually need. Jockum says they want to get a Labrador Retriever for the canine position as that specific breed has many qualifications that would make it the ideal canine. With other police units across the state and even the country, the Labrador Retriever is labeled one of the most preferred breeds for narcotic detection. The breed is also a great tracker for evidence detection and finding a missing person. Jockum says the main reason for the Labrador Retriever is the dog's demeanor to build relations between the public and law enforcement. For one, it's a single-purpose canine. We know what type of dogs labs are, so that's kind of what we want. We don't want to be something that looks aggressive or comes off as aggressive. So, you know, when you look at a lab, it kind of looks a little more friendlier. We really like something that we can utilize in the school to be able to kind of bridge that gap between the students and the law enforcement, too. Those interested in contributing to the K-9 Fund can drop off their donations at the Lakeview Police Station or Lakeview City Hall. For a limited time, those that donate $20 can receive a t-shirt to help spread the word about supporting the K-9 Fundraiser. Pictures of the design are included with this story on our website. Jockums thanks everyone who has already donated, saying the new K-9 Labrador would be a great asset to and a tool to the community of Lakeview. A Carroll man convicted of stabbing a Carroll bar owner in the head and neck near the end of last summer has been sentenced to up to 10 years in prison. According to the Carroll County District Court records, the order against 42-year-old John Michael Hansen was handed down for willful injury causing serious injury, a Class C felony. Hansen was arrested during the early morning hours of August 27th after stabbing Kerb's Tavern co-owner Ben Bating in the head and neck after being told to leave. Bating sustained several injuries in the attack and was airlifted to a Des Moines hospital for treatment. Bating has since made a full recovery but was left with scarring from the assault. In the judge's order, Hansen was committed to the custody of the Iowa Department of Corrections for a period not to exceed 10 years and ordered to pay $1,370 in fines and more than $120,000 in victim restitution. Hansen has filed a motion for a new trial on grounds the court did not adequately consider his testimony due to its apparent self-serving nature, alleged inconsistencies with witness testimony, and a failure by the court to satisfy elements of specific intent due to intoxication as required by law. But the court denied his request outright. And that has been the first half of your evening news here on KCIM. We'll be back for more after these messages. At Collins Aerospace, we believe in investing in our employees' future. That's why we are proud to offer our Employee Scholar Program. Whether you want to pursue a professional certificate or a degree related to the industry, we offer full tuition reimbursement and even paid study time. Our Employee Scholar Program is the perfect tool to help achieve the future you've been dreaming of. At Collins, we don't just want to offer you a job. We want to offer you a career and a future in aerospace. For details on the Collins Aerospace Employee Scholar Program, visit us at careers.rc.com. I'm Adeline Pedig, a student at Kemper Catholic School. I love attending school here because I get the opportunity to learn how my faith impacts everything I learn about. Not only do we learn about faith, we also learn how to love each other. Hi, 
My name is Harper Meister. I'm a kindergarten at Kemper Catholic School. I like to go to school here because I like to learn about God and play with my friends. Celebrating 50 years of National Catholic Schools Week and 150 years of Catholic education in Carroll County. Kemper Catholic Schools, united in faith and community. This is Abby Ward with the second half of your evening news here on KCIM. But before we get into any stories, let's take a look at a quick weather forecast and some weather facts. So tonight we're looking at patchy fog, mainly after 4 a.m., otherwise mostly cloudy with a low around 27. Tomorrow is going to be patchy fog before 9 a.m., otherwise mostly sunny skies with a high near 52. Wednesday night, partly cloudy with a low around 34. And Thursday, it's going to be mostly cloudy with a high near 50. And Thursday night, mostly cloudy with a low around 38. Oh, weather in the 50s, absolutely beautiful for this time of year. I am so excited. All right, looking at some weather facts, yesterday's high was at 48 degrees set sometime in the afternoon, and yesterday's low was 30 degrees set overnight. Sunrise tomorrow will be at 7.34 a.m., and record high was 54 degrees set back in 1992. So we are close to that. Not quite, but we are close. And negative 20 was the record low set back in 2019, and we are far, far from that. Thank goodness. I am enjoying this beautiful weather and we can stay away from the cold and the negative temperatures for a while. All right, now it's time to take a look at your evening news. A pro-life pregnancy center, New Creation, is now offering services in Carroll to expecting and new mothers. New Creation's board president, Clay Gubbles, says the idea was born about a year ago and everything came together rather quickly. This spring, myself, and uh, another one of the board members, Jason Schwarty, and my wife went over to Denison to check their pregnancy center out over there, and uh, we gave them a donation. On the way back to Carroll, we just kind of looked at each other and thought, man, we need to get one of these going in Carroll. Got a group of us together, and we said, well, let's do it. And we started that in about May. Since then, it's just been going really well, and the community's really got behind it and brought us to where we are today. New Creation secured its 501c3 nonprofit status from the IRS in September and opened its doors at 1205 West Highway 30, Suite H2, last week. Gubble says they are ready and able to provide a wide variety of services to mothers in Carroll and the surrounding areas. We will be there for support and just be there to talk to her and give her options of what she can do. So we can also offer a pregnancy test. And from there, we can refer to places here in town where she can get medical services, whether it's an ultrasound or just to see a doctor. So we got different places that we can refer her to. We offer clothing, uh, diapers, any of that physical stuff that she might in, be in need of, a formula, different things like that. All the way to like strollers, she needs to raise her baby. Gubbles adds their goal is to show pregnant women that there are many options available to them beyond abortion. The new Creation Pregnancy Resource Center is open Mondays through Thursdays from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., and by appointment outside those hours. Gubbles say they are very fortunate to have over two dozen volunteers trained to support and assist mothers at all stages of pregnancy and through the first few years of their child's life. Gubbles says they never charge clients and depend on the community support to provide these services. Everything we do is done through donations, 
whether it's our rent, our utilities, any of the physical things we give the mother. It's all donations. So uh, we started out, we did small group fundraising, went around to groups. We did different talks in different churches in Carroll here, and we give out cards with a QR code on it. People donate financially. If they want to donate, just call 775-3675, and uh, somebody will pick up and uh, give them direction of where they can donate anything they want to, whether it's clothing, diapers, or financially. That would be fantastic. More information about the new Creation Pregnancy Center and photos from their newly opened office are included with this story on our website. Poet Biofining and Summit Carbon Solutions have partnered to link Poet's facilities to Summit's proposed carbon capture pipeline project that runs through Iowa. This collaboration aims to capture CO2 generated from Poet's bioethanol production process and store it underground in North Dakota. Poet's 12 Iowa and 5 South Dakota facilities will contribute to the Summit project, enabling the annual capture, transportation, and permanent storage of an estimated 4.7 trillion metric tons of CO2. Poet CEO Jeff Bruin says Poet is excited to partner with Summit Carbon Solutions on this historic project. As the world seeks low-carbon energy solutions, carbon capture ensures that ag-based biofuels will remain competitive for decades to come. This is a tremendous opportunity to bring value to farmers, bioethanol producers, and rural communities and counties in participating states. And I believe it will unleash even more opportunities for ag and bioprocessing in the future. One leg of the currently proposed route brings the pipeline through the southern edge of Ida County, the middle of Crawford County, and the western edge of Shelby County to connect to a plant in Shenandoah. Poet operates a facility near Coon Rapids in Guthrie County. A new route proposals have not been released, but the most likely connections would be west through Audubon, Carroll, Crawford, and Shelby counties, or to the northeast to a spur at Grand Junction. Pipeline companies proposed to use an eminent domain has sparked significant pushback from Iowans, particularly those whose property lies on the route. Legislators in the Iowa House have indicated they plan to move legislation that would place additional regulations and approval requirements for pipeline operators. Summit is yet to file application paperwork to the Iowa Utilities Board, and its previous application is still pending final approval. Unemployment figures from the seven-county region shrunk from last year and the prior month uh, for December 2023. Green County led the way with the lowest rate in the area at 1.7%, 0.4 points lower than November 2023, and 0.3 points lower than last December. Carroll County followed close behind at 1.8%, down 0.5 points from last month and only 0.1 points lower than 2022. Audubon and Sac counties both came in at 2%. Sac improved by 0.4 points from November to December and 2022 to 2023. Calhoun saw a 0.5 decrease on the month and was 0.3 points improved from last year. Guthrie County improved from 2.8% to 2.7% compared to the 2.9% rate they recorded last year. Crawford County was the outlier in December figures with a 5.6% employment rate compared to 3.0% in November of 2023. However, Crawford remains below its high of 6.6%, which was set in January of 2023. The average unemployment rate for the seven-county region stood at 2.6% for December, about 0.1 points lower than November, and 0.2 points improved from 2022. 
Statewide unemployment measures 3.2%, while nationwide figures measured 3.7%. A link to the Iowa workforce development data is included with this story on our website. And that has been a look at your evening news here on KCIM. This is Abby Ward reporting. Have a great evening.